Hello beloved, what a wonderful opportunity to come to you this evening and to talk about one of the most awesome events in, let's say, the history of Christianity. And that is the ascension of Jesus Christ. Christ to go up into heaven to sit on the right hand of God the Father from where he where is preparing a place for us and when he prepared a place for us he will return oh amazing i would like to spend a few moments and just share something short with you on this day as we commemorate the ascension of christ no we do we get uh, a command to to celebrate the ascension of christ but Wow, it's it's an opportunity for us to think about this glorious event when Jesus Christ was taken into heaven, accepted by the Father, his sacrifice accepted, showed himself alive for 40 days on this earth. He he, he came to his disciples, ate with them, showed them the the marks in his hands and in his side. And um, amazing, just absolutely amazing what happened. And what I would like to share with you is is the events that basically takes place just as Jesus was taken into heaven. There's a few things that happens and I would like us to look at that this evening. Before we do that though, let's have a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you so much that we can be reminded today of the fact that Jesus Christ, the Son of God, the Jewish Messiah, our Lord and Savior, that He ascended into heaven, that He is at your right hand right now, interceding for us, preparing a place for us. And when that is all done, uh, then He will return to come and fetch us, to take us to be with Him forever and ever. Oh, what a glorious day that will be. I pray, Father, as we look at those events that took place, that, that wonderful day, I pray, please, open up our hearts to receive and our minds to understand, we pray in Jesus' precious name. Amen. All right. Now, we're going to look at Acts chapter 1 from verse 6. And this is Luke speaking to Theophilus. And he kind of explained to him right there in the beginning about the fact that Jesus Christ was speaking to the disciples about the things of the kingdom of God. And he was, um, he showed himself to the disciples and then he said to the disciples that he ne- they needed to stay in Jerusalem until they are baptized with the Holy Spirit. Okay? Until the Holy Spirit comes upon them. Because it is the Holy Spirit that was promised by Christ. Okay? Now verse 6 of Acts chapter 1 tells us, it says, Therefore, when they had come together, they asked him. Now this is the disciples got together. Jesus is there. And this is now... On the Mount of Olives, where Jesus is going to ascend into heaven, I don't know if whether the disciples knew that they were going to, he was going to ascend right there at that moment. But anyway, they are with Christ, and when they had come together, they there, they with Christ. They decided this is an opportunity for them to ask him the question, and that question is, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? Very legitimate question, because Jesus was just speaking about the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. He was speaking about Pentecost. Now, the disciples knew that uh, Pentecost, or the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, would go inside with the coming of the kingdom. All right? 
because it is clearly spoken about in Ezekiel chapter 36 and in Joel chapter 2. So they knew that the the coming of the kingdom was connected to the the Holy Spirit that would be poured out. Okay? Jesus promised that it would happen and so legitimate question when they asked him, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? Which means at this time when the Holy Spirit is poured out? Right? And then Jesus said to them, as we see in verse 7, he says, It is not for you to know times or seasons which the Father has put in his own authority. God has authority to decide what is going to happen when. Okay, so Jesus clearly tells them, listen, I'm not going to tell you when this is going to happen. I'm not going to tell you when the kingdom of uh, to Israel is going to be restored. Now, by the way, beloved, I've said this before, just to tell you, I, I'm a premillennialist. I believe that there's going to be a millennium. There's going to be a reign of Christ on this earth where Jesus will reign on the throne of David for a thousand years in Jerusalem. And when he does that, that is when God will restore the kingdom to Israel. Okay, that's going to happen. And that is still future. That's why Jesus said to them, it's not for you to know the times and the seasons that the Father has put in his own authority. Okay, Jesus doesn't know when he was, he was going to return. So he couldn't tell them okay, because he didn't know himself. Only the Father knows. All right, but there was going to be a time when the kingdom was going to be restored. And that would be in the thousand-year reign of Jesus Christ, when Jesus is, uh, sits on the throne of David as the King of kings and Lord of lords. All right, so, but he says to them, it's not for you to know the times and the seasons, as if Jesus was saying to them, listen, disciples, there are more important things that is going to be on your plate uh, than waiting for the kingdom uh, to Israel to be restored. And what does he say to them? He says to them in verse 8, You don't have to know, so verse 7, You don't have to know about the times and the seasons that the Father has put in his own authority, but you, disciples, listen very carefully. What is going to happen is, you are going to receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And then you shall be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. That's what you're going to do now. Before the kingdom is going to be restored, you don't have to worry about this, the times and the seasons of the restoration of the kingdom to Israel. Um, what is going to happen is you, as the disciples, need to go out. You're going to receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, when you are you, you receive the Spirit the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, when the Holy Spirit comes in and dwells believers, what is going to happen is, you as believers, when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, you will be my witnesses. But where will you be witnesses? Not only in Jerusalem, not only where you are now, but you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all of Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. Right, so how long would that take? That would take as long as it takes. Okay, because Jesus doesn't um, connect any time frame to, to what he says here. So he says to the disciples, don't worry about the restoration of the kingdom to Israel. That is in God's um, hands. God has authority to decide when that is going to be. And by the way, the restoration of the kingdom to Israel is to Israel. Now, it's not the fact that we are already part of the kingdom. You know, the spiritual kingdom of God, that we are spiritual children of Abraham. No, this is the restoration of 
the kingdom to Israel. Okay, that's the physical land. That's the land promise. That's the the fact that Jerusalem will once again be the focal point and that the king, King David, will sit on the throne um, forever. And that would be Jesus Christ as, as David. Right, so... But the, the amazing thing is, and this would start on the day of Pentecost, is that the disciples will receive power. So the moment the Holy Spirit came upon them, on the day of Pentecost, when the Holy Spirit came upon them, the disciples received power. That is miracle-working power. That's the word. That word power is miracle-working power. It's like dynamite power. That's the kind of power that they received. They, they, were, they received dynamite power. They received real power from the Holy Spirit to enable them to be witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, to the ends of the earth. Okay, and that happened. The, day, um, the Holy Spirit was poured out, and the day they started with the, the, how can I say, when the Holy Spirit was poured out, and the tongues of fire came upon them, and they started speaking in tongues, tongues they started witnessing. And, and literally, it came into fulfillment what Jesus said to them here in Acts chapter 1 verse 8. What a beautiful prophecy. But what was still going to happen in the future that uh, the disciples knew Jesus said, he said that the temple will be destroyed. And we know that happened in 70 AD. So the temple was destroyed, but still the disciples would continue to preach the gospel. They would continue to witness. And they would do it in Jerusalem, Samaria, uh, Judea, and to the end of the earth. And we would take... The, the Great Commission, every single believer after that, every single disciple would take the Great Commission and live out that Great Commission. Okay. Very important. So this happened. Jesus is just about to be taken into heaven. And this is Jesus' last words. Last words of Christ. You'll receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. You need to stay in Jerusalem Wait for the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, as I promised you. So you stay in Jerusalem. You wait for the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. What's going to happen is, when the Holy Spirit comes and indwells you, He's going to give you power to be witnesses for me, or to me, in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, to the ends of the earth. And beloved, we are testimonies of that. That the disciples experienced exactly what Jesus said. And now from verse 9. And this is the... This is what ascension is all about. It says, When he had spoken these things, when Jesus spoke to the disciples, while they were together, okay, while he had spoken these things, while they watched, beloved, think about it for a moment. While the disciples stood looking at Jesus, while they are watching Jesus, he was taken up. And a cloud received him, out of their sight. This is the, the, the cloud of glory. Ne? The Shekinah glory of God took him out of their sight. So the disciples still looking at Jesus Christ. And a cloud comes and removes Jesus out of their sight. And no longer could they see Jesus Christ. Oh, what a moment that must have been. Obviously a sad moment. Because now all of a sudden the disciples would realize. But they are all by themselves now. Well, it wouldn't be for long. Because remember, 10 days later, on the day of Pentecost, when the Holy Spirit was poured out, amazing, the, it was Christ that came to dwell with the disciples. And He would never leave them and forsake them ever again. 
He would be with them through the Holy Spirit. <clears throat> Absolutely amazing. Then verse 10. So while they looked steadfastly toward heaven, as he went up, so the disciples looking at Jesus Christ as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel. And we know these are angels. Eh? In white apparel, white garments. Here is these two men that stood um, at, with the disciples as they were looking up towards heaven. And verse 11 says, and this is our beautiful promise, beloved. This amazing promise. He says, And these two men that had white apparel on said to them, Men of Galilee, why do you stand gazing up into heaven? It's a question. Why? Disciples, why are you gazing up into heaven? Didn't Jesus tell you to go to Jerusalem and wait for the outpouring of the Holy Spirit? Didn't Jesus just tell you that you don't have to worry about the, the issues about the kingdom of Israel going to be restored, the restoration of the kingdom to Israel? You don't have to be concerned about those things. You, you don't have to think about these things. Men of Galilee, this same Jesus who was taken up from you into heaven will as so come in like manner as you saw him go into heaven. And beloved, this is why we believe and our profession is, <clears throat> all the confessions that we have in the Christian faith is that Jesus will return bodily in his physical body, in this glorified body that he had on this earth. This, this body that the disciples could identify the marks with the same body that he ate while he was on this earth. Jesus is going to return again one day. Now, in, in Thessalonians, we know that Jesus is going to return and we, he's going to be on the clouds in the air now when Jesus returns. We know that. But it's amazing that the, 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 these angels says to the disciples, Men of Galilee, why do you stand gazing up into heaven? You've got work to do. Men, you must go out and you must go and do what you were called to do, what Jesus wants you to do. Go out and you've got to do it. Because Jesus is going to come back in the same manner as you saw him go into heaven, he's going to return. Which means this Shekinah glory cloud that took Jesus out of their sight, that same Shekinah glory cloud will bring Jesus back and they will see Jesus again and they will see him face to face. And beloved, what an amazing day that is going to be. And that is what we are celebrating if we think of the ascension of Jesus Christ. He's gone to be with the Father, at the right hand of the Father. But you know what? Just as Jesus went, He is going to return. And that is our glorious hope. He is our advocate with the Father. He is interceding for us. He is preparing a place for us. And when our place is ready, and when the Father says to the Son, Son, go and fetch your children, Jesus will return. But in the meantime, beloved, we have a task to fulfill. We have to be busy with what Jesus told these disciples to be busy with. And what was that? Everyone that has received the power of the Holy Spirit needs to be witnesses to Jesus Christ in Jerusalem, their own Jerusalem, which means for us, Newcastle. But also Judea, which means Madadeni, Osusweni, the places surrounding Utrecht, um, different places surrounding 
the Majuba district, if we can say it like that, Samaria, KwaZulu-Natal for us, and the rest of South Africa, but also to the end of the earth. We need to be witnesses unto Jesus Christ. And that's what we should keep ourselves busy with until Jesus returns, until we see Jesus Christ return on the clouds, when the graves open up and those who died in Christ will be raised from the dead with glorified bodies and those who are alive will be changed in an instant to meet Jesus Christ in the air and so we will be with him forever. Beloved, that is our hope. That is the glorious thing that we are looking forward to and this is what Ascension Day is for me. That glorious day when Jesus Christ went to heaven, poured out His Spirit, and now He is with each one of us, and we can fulfill His purpose and His plans while we are on this earth. And we can know that exactly the same way as He went, He will return. Oh, beloved, what a glorious day that is going to be. And may the Lord, in His great mercy, may He fulfill His purposes and His plans in each one of us. Let's have a word of prayer. Oh, Father, thank you so much for Ascension Day. Thank you that we can celebrate this day as the day in which our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ ascended into heaven, seated at your right hand, and from where he will return when he prepared a place for us so that we can be in his presence forever and ever and ever. Oh, Father, what a day it will be, and we are looking forward to that day. In the meantime, oh, Father, we pray, give us boldness to preach this glorious gospel, to bring the good news to people who are in darkness so that they can see the light of the gospel, be set free of their sin and slavery to sin, and to embrace Christ Jesus to be with Him forever and ever. And what a day it's going to be. May that day be soon. Oh, we're looking forward to that day when we will meet Jesus Christ in the air. Oh, what a day it's going to be. May we be excited, Father. Fill us with excitement, we pray. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. Oh, beloved, thank you very much for listening. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May face shine upon you and may you have power as you witness for Jesus Christ. God willing, until next time, bye-bye.